This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi there. My name's John Leary and this is The Saturday Quiz. In a minute, I'm going to ask my guest 10 general knowledge questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper and hopefully they'll come up with the correct answers. Usually, I don't name my guests until the end of the introduction, but it's a bit tricky this time since their name is literally the title of the show they're promoting. Michelle Brazier, Songs With My Friends, is on for one night only at the Malthouse Outdoor Stage, and that night is tonight, Saturday the 17th of February. Build as an evening of stories and duets with some of Michelle's most attractive friends, including Gillian Cosgriff, Jude Pearl, Virginia Gay, Nicholas Kong, Broden Kelly, Ruben Kay, Carla Hillam, and accompanied by Tim Lancaster and Shannon Whitelock, it promises to be a little bit funny, a little bit sad, with an aggressive dose of harmonies. Welcome to the show, Michelle Brazier. Hello. Hello. And this time you've got no friends. I have no friends. It's devastating. <laughs> it is devastating. Yeah, it really is. I usually have two people on the, on the show, on the quiz, but uh, not today. Tell me about your show, Songs With My Friends. Yeah, so it's uh, some excerpts from, I've recently written a book. John. Amazing. And it's some excerpts from my upcoming book, uh, some chapters that I'll read about friendship and relationships, and then just some just some good damn cover songs with my good damn friends. And That's it's so be cool. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's just like a really relaxed environment where you can come and have a bottle of wine at the outdoor stage at the Malt House and just listen to some nice harmonies. It's going to be cool. Oh, that's so lovely. Wow. Can you give me any clues as to what the songs are or are they secrets? Well, Gillian Cosgrave has done an incredible mashup of uh, Mr. Brightside and Hide and Seek for any nostalgic millennials. There's some really good stuff. Wow. Yes. That's cool. Yes. It's very exciting. Ruben Kay and I are doing a musical theatre number, as we are wont to do. Um, of course. So are Broden Kelly and I, technically. Okay. So we'll see how we go. <laughs> wow. And when does the book come out? The book comes out in September and it's available for pre-sale now. Um, it's really cool. I just found out the pre-sales have like outsold one of my favourite authors. I was just about to say who it is, but I thought maybe I shouldn't say that. Anyway, it's very exciting. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. My <laughs> idol. <laughs> Incredible. Wow, that's so cool. I, I did not know that it w- that Songs With Your Friends w- would include excerpts from your book. That's, yeah, little sneaky secrets. Yeah, it's fun. Wow. I think it's nice to share, you know, nice to share, yeah. share what you'll be getting with the book. For sure. Now, 
As you may recall, being on this podcast, uh, I ask my guests if they have a favourite piece of trivia. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favourite piece of trivia? Can you think of one? My favourite piece of trivia is is that Jason Momoa is a big Guinness fan to the point where, like, when he's on set, they have to be like, oi, stop drinking all that Guinness because your job (laughs) is to be so ripped. And one time in London, I saw him standing in the street drinking a Guinness. (laughs) I was so excited. That's fun. That's a uh, yeah. that's a good bit of personal trivia as yeah, well. Yeah, I literally you... have a chapter about it in my book because I was so excited to see Jason Momoa. It's the only time I've ever been starstruck in my entire life. Isn't that wow. weird? Just because he's like an action star and because yeah. he was drinking the Guinness, which is the thing that he, <laughs> I think about him doing. I did not know that about Jason Momoa. I did not know that he was a, a Guinness freak. <laughs> Are you a Guinness freak? I've never had a Guinness. Really? Yeah, I've never had a Guinness. I'm doing shows in Ireland this year, so I'll have a Guinness. Oh, yeah, good. Looks like a milkshake. It's so tasty and it's creamy like a milkshake. Okay. They're delicious. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see how I go. Good. All right. Well, well done. Great bit of trivia. Shall we crack into the quiz? Let's go. Let's do it. Question number one. Ben Hall was a bushranger in which Australian state? Are you familiar with Ben Hall at all? No, but I am familiar with the Australian states. So <laughs> Good. that is helpful. That's yeah, helpful. We're off to a rip-roaring yes. start. <laughs> ben who? Ben Hall. Was a bushranger. Was a bushranger, yeah. Good for him. Uh, yeah, good for him. He, in 1865, the Felons Apprehension Act was uh, pushed through the parliament of this state for the specific purpose of declaring Hall and his comrades outlaws. That's so cool. Based on common law in England first mentioned in the 8th century, a criminal outlaw did not need to be guilty of the crime for which he was accused. Simply by failing to appear in court to defend himself, he was deemed an outlaw. Meaning, oh. it's this is crazy, meaning that they would be outside the protection of the law and could be killed by anyone what? at any time without warning. Whoa. Yeah. That's and Hall crazy. was ambushed by police who filled his body with 80 bullets, killing him four days before the legislation was supposed to take effect. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so this sounds like some New South Wales shit to me. It absolutely is some New yes. South Wales. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, those same laws remained on the New South Wales statute book until 1976. Wow. Isn't God. that crazy? That is fucking crazy. Yeah. How exciting. So ben Hall was kind of a little bit like the Ned Kelly of New South Wales. Oh, my God. But he wasn't actually, he didn't kill anyone. Mm. Uh, That's good. His, his bush ranging was sort of holding up, you know, Stagecoaches and mail coaches and and whole towns actually. He and his gang would wow. fleece, but the, but uh, wouldn't kill any of them. But that's nice. But yeah, he met with a uh, pretty rough end. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. That sounds tough for that guy. That's yeah. no good. All right, but very well done. You got it correct. Thank you. Proud of me. <laughs> All right. Question number two: Formula One driver Lewis Hamilton will join which? racing team in 2025 oh god now are you a formula one aficionado (laughs) i have driven a formula one 
driver around in a car. What? Yeah. So, and now I just have to remember his name because people get pissed. He's blonde. He is like Nordic or German. Okay. Just wait. Schumacher. No. No, 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 no. Trust me. Okay. This is worth me going onto my Instagram, yeah, scrolling I'm doing down exactly that and finding out speak. this guy's right. name. I love that people are getting into the to the Formula One rather than race co- race horses. I'm really loving oh, yeah. people doing okay. that. Oh, yeah. Kevin Magnuson is his name. Kevin Magnuson? Yeah, I got In to In a Renault? Him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. W- was yeah. this like a uh It was for a, a Renault, Renault ad. Amazing. Yeah, there's a few of them. There. Are, um, How does that happen? <laughs> I just was... They just wanted me to be funny with him. And, you know, English is not his first language, so... And how's your German? It was a real German? struggle. He'd, my German is shit. <laughs> I have no German. Um, but he was great, you know. He he did... He was a really good sport because I was, like, flirting with him and, like, chasing him. Like, I got out of the car and chased him. And he really played along. He was really good. Yeah. It was my first ad that I'd ever shot. Wow. And it was That's like, so cool. it was great. It was a really good ad. And I got, well, you know, a really enjoyable ad to shoot. And I got to go to a race course. I love, I love cars. I just don't watch the Formula One because I haven't had time to get into it. And if I get into it, it will take up. I know I'll become obsessed with it. Look, I was asking this question thinking, you're, you're not going to have anything to tell me about Formula One. or And you've just delivered a brilliant... Yeah. Well, interesting yeah. story. My, my favourite film franchise is The Fast and the Furious. So I'm very car adjacent. That's right. Uh, yeah, I, I think refuse I, to drive an automatic car. I really love cars. I love wow, cars. Yeah. That's so cool. All yeah. right. Well, it's not Renault. I can tell you that Lewis ha- Hamilton <laughs> is not joining um, Renault. Ferrari. Is the right answer. Great. I got yeah. it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Bingo. Super work. <laughs> All right. Question number three. The 2024 Lunar New Year has ushered in the year of the what? Oh, gosh. I don't know. And this was so recent. There oh, were... yeah. It was just last last weekend. Yes. Was the, uh... There were lots of dragons, but I don't mm-hmm. know if that necessarily means anything. I, I reckon you should just go with that. A dragon. You're the dragon. You're the dragon. It is? Oh, great. It's okay, like, the there were so Very many welcome. dragons that I was there in the city and I was watching the parade, but I didn't because, you know, often they have dragons anyway at celebrations. Yeah, um, that's right. Oh, the year of the dragon. But that's yeah, exciting. The, this year is the year of the dragon. Wow. Do you know what animal you are or, or what? Uh, no, I don't. What's it called? What is it? Zodiac? What, yeah. What? Yes, it, like the Chinese zodiac. Yeah, let me check. Um, let's find out. What, do you know what you are? Oh my God, I'm the year of the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wow. What is a dragon personality? The personality traits of people born in the year of the dragon are charismatic, intelligent, confident, powerful, and they are naturally lucky and gifted in everything they do. They tend to do it to the best of their ability with high standards. Wow. wow. That is, could that be Michelle Brazier? Does that describe you? That absolutely vibes. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah the 100% vibes. Well done. Thanks. You, do you know what you are? I, have, I am. I, I, I do know what I am. I am a snake. A, oh, my God. And year of the snake. Yeah. What is that? What, let me read you your personality. Okay. Okay. Those born in the year of the snake are said to be intelligent and quick thinking, but they can also be dishonest and prone to show off. 
Though based on Chinese astrology, some of these traits are similar to the characteristics of the actual serpent. Snakes are known to be great at outsmarting their predators and their prey. That's me. That's me all over. And the- outsmarting <laughs> my predators and prey. Just below this, it says, what are the five characteristics of snake? And I was like, okay, I'll check this out. But it just says like, no limbs, <laughs> no eyelids, slender body. I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's John. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy without limbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That vibes. Cool. All right, question number four. According to Australian standards, electricity should be supplied at how many volts? Ooh, 114. So, oh, that's a random number. Well, I just am trying to picture, like, numbers I've seen in the wild. <laughs> 140? Hanging around. Sorry, I'm, ju- I'm guessing early. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, you, you're uh, you're not correct. One twenty seven four hundred six hundred volts. Wow! No, you you've you're way high now. A hundred. You said what did you say? You said one hundred and twenty at what some stage? I said one hundred and twenty at some stage, and I said so. One hundred and twenty is what is in North America. They oh. deliver most small appliances. Uh, that just plug into the wall, mm. they get 120. But in the rest of the world, mm. so in the 80s, the International Electrotechnical Commission oh, yeah. introduced a standard to promote accord in global voltages, which meant that in 1993, Australia instigated a 20 year plan whereby our nominal voltage would change from what it was to what it is now. To match up with most other countries. Is it 240? It used to be 240. Oh. That's what it used to be. Okay. And they they just had to turn it down a little bit to two, match other countries. 210, 220, 230. 230 is the oh right answer. Oh, my God, really? So, wait. So, in America, they have 140? They have 120. And that's why my Dyson Air app doesn't work over there. Exactly. So, when you... If you like I did, lived in the United States and brought some mm. uh, appliances back with you, even though you like, changed the plug, mm. if you plug it in the wall, <clears throat> it goes it goes nutso. It goes, yeah. It's uh, really berserk. annoying, actually. And I'm going to America soon, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do with yeah. my hairdryer. I guess I'll just yeah. have to use one there. You do. Annoying. Yeah, if you take one from Australia... And it just goes, like, there's yeah, no it's power. dog shit. <laughs> it is. That's my problem with America. It's the power. Oh, you know what you can do, though? What? I've since discovered oh. by doing this this research for this quiz. Yes. If you do take an Australian hairdryer, for mm. example, you can plug it into, but probably the plug will be completely different, but you will get 240 volts from the pl- from the outlet that services things like their fridges or ovens. Oh, or like, so they've so they've big big boy plugs. In yeah, big boy so areas. they've got like a split, a weird split system where oh. they they have one twenty, but also two forty for the, oh. you know, for electric vehicle charges and stuff like that. Oh, that's so annoying. Cent- and <laughs> just join the rest of the world. You're you know? so annoying. They're so, so annoying. annoying. They make it easy. I just want to come see the Big Apple. With nice hair. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah, Australia now uses 230 volts. Wow. All right, question number five. 
How many Grammy Awards has Kylie Minogue won? Two. Very well done. There's mm-hmm. no hesitation there whatsoever. Yeah. Can you tell me what, what they were, what they are? Uh, Padam, Padam. Mm-hmm, Padam, Padam. Do you know what that was for? What the award category was? Oh, no. Is it like best single? No. It, well, sort of, not really. Um, ah. She was the first ever mm. recipient of the new Grammy in the in oh. the new category of Best Pop Dance Recording. Okay. For Padam Padam. Congrats. Congrats yeah. our queen. Yeah. Was the other one spinning around? No. The other one was oh. in 2004. 2004. She won the Grammy Award for Best Dance Slash Electronic Recording for the album Come Into My World. Ah. Well, congrats, because she Good deserves on her. it. Yeah. Do you do any um, Kylie covers on, or should we expect any Kylie covers on You know, I might now. Saturday night? I might change it now. I might change you might? it up. Yeah. You do I Come Into Kylie. My World? Yeah. I'll get the hot yeah. pants. I have hot pants in my closet, just in case I need them. Do you know? Like, in case, like, some people have an escape room. What is it? Not an escape, a panic room. I have <laughs> panic, I have panic pants. <laughs> I panic hot pants. Panic Hot Pants. <clears throat> They're important. That could be the name of your album. Panic Hot Pants? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you could have, you know, like a break glass to a, in case of emergency with yeah. just hot pants in there. Yeah. Actually. Or break ass? Does that? No, that's but probably no, not good. We can workshop Bre- this later. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. We can workshop this later. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Michelle Brazier, and we are up to question number six. What is the capital city of Laos? Oh, I don't know. I am so bad at geography, and I've look. Everyone is. It's quite all right. No one on this podcast is ever very good at at geography because the world's a big place. There's lots of bits to it. I've never been there. And no. I don't know. And I'm not going to be able to guess it. <laughs> so get over it. Yeah. Panic hot pants. <laughs> Break out the hot pants. We need to... Uh, <laughs> it's an emergency. Okay, so Laos is the only landlocked country in Southeast Asia. Okay. And it traces its historic and cultural identity to Lan Chang, which existed from the 13th century to the 18th century as one of the largest kingdoms in Southeast Asia. Wow. That gets you no closer to no. what the answer is. No. It starts with V. I think I'm just going to tell you because... You yeah, know. I, didn't, I can't think of any cities starting with V except for Varanasi, which is in India, Venice, which is not... I don't know any V. No, I don't know any it's, cities. It is, it's not Varanasi, it's not Venice, and it's not Vienna. <laughs> it is... Vientiane. 
Okay, well, I've never heard of that, so guess what? <laughs> well, now you know. Now I know. Vientiane. We're living, we're yeah. learning. Have you been there? I have never been there. I've no. never been to Southeast Asia. No, nor me. Yeah. Okay, great story. Which is stupid. It's so close. We should go. Let's go. Let's go today. Yeah. Let's go today. Ugh, that'll be so nice. <laughs> no, you've got a show to do. Oh, so, God. Yeah, we'll go after that the show. That happen. All right, question number seven. Mm-hmm. Are fossils generally preserved in igneous, sedimentary, or metamorphic rock? Oh. So they're the three Multiple types choice. of rock. Okay, do you know what the types of rock are? Sure. Do you go and tell me? No. Yeah, igneous, want- yeah. metamorphic, what do you think it- yeah. and sedentary. Sedimentary. Sedimentary. Sedimentary well, rock rocks that they don't sedentary. move around. <laughs> yeah. It feels like. That's a catch-all for all rocks. Yeah. I I don't think it's igneous. I think it's igneous. Oh, you don't think it's. No, I do think, think it's, it's igneous. No, no, you no, don't. No, I don't. And that's what I said. And no, I think yeah. it's. Because m- let me tell you this. Igneous yeah. rocks are formed from melted rock yes. deep inside the earth. So that would be stupid. Yeah, so yeah, not too hot. Correct, yeah. too hot. And meta, meta, metaphoric rocks. <laughs> Metamorphic rocks yes. are formed from other rocks they are. that are changed by heat and pressure underground. Yeah. So also. Yeah, that's, and that's a, that's, a, that's a type of rock. <laughs> that's a type of rock yeah. and that is not where Famously, fossils. no. So it is igneous? No, it is sedimentary. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> sedimentary. I was holding your hand My the whole dear way. Watson. I forgot. <laughs> I, <laughs> I forgot. I, I went. Sedimentary rocks are formed from layers of sand, silt, dead plants and animal skeletons. Yeah, exactly. Sediment. Oh, God. Good work. It's all right. You're not a geologist. You don't need to know that. I'm not a geologist, but one day I will be. All right. Question number eight. Wait, do you ever think it's sad that you're never going to be a geologist? Like, I just got sad that I'm never going to be a geologist. Yeah, I was just like, that's not true. I get one wild and precious and I've never studied geology and that's it for me. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I feel sad. My you dog, feel sad? Yeah, my dog has just made a face at me, being like... <laughs> can you just go and be a geologist? Yeah, can right you now? please be a geologist? We'd have a nice house, I assume. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, what yeah. is a geologist making? Well, a geologist... Fat stacks? They're, Are they yeah, on the moon? A little what bit. What are they doing? Well, no, they're, they're doing things like... Well, they're working in the mining industry. Oh, so. no. I, yeah. I don't want to... It's you no don't place for a pretty little thing like me. You don't want to be a FIFO geologist? No, I don't want that. See, see, you with your one precious, you're uh, you do you're following the right stuff. I thought I could be like Jurassic Park. Like I thought that. They're, but they're paleontologists. Yes. Don't you ever get sad that you're never going to be a paleontologist like Russ yes. from Friends? <laughs> yes. Uh, I to be honest, there, there was a time, you know, when I was probably about six, mm. when I thought paleontologist sounds pretty good. Maybe yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, you had a question to ask. <laughs> I do. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I've got three more questions. Okay. Question number eight. According to the fable, 
Which creature asks a reluctant frog to carry it across a river, arguing that for both to survive, it can do no harm to the frog? Are you familiar with this story? No. Is it... Joe Rogan? <laughs> Just thinking is, of stuff I don't listen not. to. Okay. Is it Lion? It's not lion. It's something that could be carried across a river by a, by frog. a frog. A spider. Oh, you're close. A ish. A bee. <laughs> <laughs> a bee. Bees famously can do what? Fly. Fly. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, cricket. <laughs> a cricket is not so deadly. It's it's like a deadly cricket. Oh. Okay. Kind of. A little lizard? (laughs) I don't know. Not a spider, not a cricket, and not a wasp or a bee, an ant? (laughs) What? You're laughing at me like I'm being ridiculous, but this story doesn't sound very real. (laughs) This story sounds like some sort of made-up story. (laughs) <laughs> what well, is a made-up story? The earliest known appearance of this fable is in the 1933 Russian novel The German Quarter by Lev Nitterberg. Oh, but God. it became known in the English-speaking world thanks to Orson Welles and his film Mr. Arkadin, in which Welles, as Arkadin, tells this story. I st- don't but know this. A precursor to this fable probably exists from the Persian fable, which is oh. this animal and a turtle rather than a frog, oh. which, which is from like the, the 15th century. So even though we, we only know it from the 20th century. We don't know it a, at all. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a an animal about the size of like a, a big spider with a sting in its tail. Oh, scorpion. Yeah, that's the right answer. Oh, scorpion and the frog. Scorpion and the, fr- and the frog. And oh. so it, the story goes like this. It's a scorpion wants to cross a river and it sees its old friend, the frog, and it goes, mm-hmm. hey, frog, can you give me a, a ride across the river? You know, I can't swim. And the frog goes, I don't think so. You're a scorpion. You're going to kill me. Yeah, classic. And scorpion's like, no way, dude. I, like, oh, honestly, that, that would be bad for both of us because True. if I kill you then i will drown because we'll be midway across the river true so the frog's like oh all right fair enough you make a lot of sense so on your hop hop on my back and swim 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 and then halfway across the river the frog's like ow what what did you just what you just stung me you just killed me and the scorpion's like i know i couldn't help it i'm just that's that's my nature oh isn't that bleak? That's incredibly bleak. Yeah. Get over it, Scorpion. Get get a fucking therapist, mate. Like, that's your friend. Yeah. He was helping you. Yeah. I hate this story. Oh, I reckon I'm they sorry. were both men. I reckon Probably. In the story they probably are. <laughs> Yeah. A scorpion will do anything except go to the therapy. Yeah. yeah. A scorpion will literally kill you and themselves rather than go, oh, that's actually quite bleak if we really follow that. Let's not pull that thread because that happens often. Yeah. Okay. Moving right along then. (laughs) Question number nine. True or false? 
Australia has never elected a prime minister aged 70 or older. And there's bonus points for naming the oldest Australian prime minister to take office and for naming the oldest serving prime minister. Um, I think we probably have elected one. You think we've elected a prime minister aged 70 or over? I think so. They all yeah. seem 70 plus. I can tell you in terms that of their vibe, their average age. Mm. So all the prime ministers that we've had, their average age is fifty-two. What? No yeah. way. True that, story. No, uh, that's wrong. They're lying about their age. There is no way. <laughs> there's no way. Maybe Julia Gillard was fifty-two. That's it. I am not hearing that. They You're not believing are it? A hundred years old. Look at those people. Look at them. Look at those withered old people. But they, Anthony Albanese when they maybe start, though, in his fifties, late fifties. Yeah. I am not. No way. No. Absolutely no. What, what do you What do you think no. Anthony Albanese is? I don't know. Fifty nine. Oh, you're very close. He's sixty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah. But I feel like John Howard was elected when he was 95. <laughs> Did you see that man? How old was Scott Morrison? Scott Morrison in human years? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to tell. Like 400, 500? Scott Morrison? Four, y- yeah. Yeah, 400, uh, 500. His, his soul. His soul is that old. Yeah. He's an old soul. He's an old soul. <laughs> trapped from a curse. All right. But we're no closer to, well... You feel like... I know in my bones that the answer is they're all older than that. And you are telling me these, like, facts. And you're still refusing and to... And I still uh, refuse to believe to, you. To move from yes. your initial position. All right, well, then I'm afraid you get that question wrong. That's it is, fair enough. <laughs> it is true that we, that the Australian public, have never elected a Prime Minister aged 70 or older. Wow. But you still have a chance with the two bonus points. Okay, for naming the oldest Australian Prime Minister to take office and for naming the oldest serving Prime Minister. Okay. The so oldest... someone was 68 when all? he took office. Malcolm Turnbull. Is incorrect. I don't know. It's just a yeah, man sure. I know. Yes. Look, you probably don't know this person. He was... Wait, will you tell me Tony Abbott is younger than 70 years old? At the time. Tony Abbott, yeah. How old was he? When he took office? Yes. I expect you to know this off the top of your head. Yeah, well, the way that I edited it, 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 it'll sound like I knew. (laughs) Anthony Tony John Abbott of the Liberal Party was 55, (gasps) nearly 56 when he took office. Oh, my God. Sorry to get political on the pod, but I think that guy (laughs) sucks. Wow. I'm not afraid to say it. Controversial (laughs) opinion. I don't like Tony Abbott, so sucked in. So this person who was the oldest Australian Prime Minister to take office was, he served as the 18th Prime Minister of Australia from 1967 to 1968. He was the leader of the country party. Oh. And he served as Prime Minister in a caretaker capacity following... The disappearance of oh, Prime Minister Harold Holt. Of course. So he d- he just came okay. in for a little bit. Okay, just came in for a little bit. And do we yeah. think 
He did away with him. Oh, no. Imagine if Holt hadn't died. No, I'm just going to tell you his name because you, d- you don't know. Do I you? don't care about this man. John McEwen is his name. Oh, I've heard that name. There's a university. Oh, there you go. I think. Oh, or yeah. something. Jo- McEwen or Hall. There you go. McEwen Hall is, a, that's a place I've, I've heard of or been or seen on a sign. And you know what? That's beautiful. Good for him. He got that hall. He was 68 when he took office. That's crazy. And now the oldest serving prime minister. Oh. So this is someone who was prime minister for the longest time. Oh. He is our longest serving prime minister. And so he was the oldest when he stopped doing it. He um. was 71 when he finally went. It was just days after his 71st birthday when he went, that's it, I'm out of here. I don't know. He, he was prime minister twice. And he served for a total of, I think, 18 years. Oh, my God. Yeah. I actually don't know. The only Because I remember growing up being like, John Howard is the prime minister. Mm. But I don't think he was prime minister for 18 years. No, he wasn't. He is the second longest serving prime minister. Mm. Uh, and this guy, you, w- you definitely would have heard of this guy. Yeah. Because he's like the father. Well, he is the father of the Liberal Party. He's like the granddaddy. Of the contemporary Liberal Party. Well, of the Liberal Party at all. Oh, like, like he, he made- He created the party. Oh, I probably don't know. <laughs> he made the is. party. He started, he invited everyone to this party. Well, that yeah. turned out well, sir. Um, sir is correct. He is. He's a sir. Knighted. I don't know he, and I yeah. don't care. Tell me. <laughs> okay. His name is Sir Robert Menzies. Oh, uh, yeah. Seen that on yeah. a... Seen that on a thing? Paper. I ain't give a fuck. I, <laughs> Prime ministers are so annoying. They don't do anything. They just get into power and they're like... Mur, 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 and they're in the pocket of just fucking everyone. So they can't do anything. It's so exhausting. Oh, my God. okay let's move along (laughs) final question question number 10 what starting with b is also known as the white whale oh um yeah it's in there it's in the dark recesses of your mind oh 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 oh. grab it Uh, it's a white whale it's a kind of smallish whale a little bit bigger than a dolphin what is it called they live the, in the kind of Arctic and the, they, what's the, weird about them, get this, they don't have a dorsal fin. Yeah? Yeah. Would they just, got, wait, it's the beluga. Very well done. Beluga, beluga whale is yes. the right answer. They're yeah. gorge. Aren't they sweet? Yeah, they're thick queens. <laughs> they're thick queens with like, the, they've got big bubble melon head. heads. Yeah, I love yeah, them. Yeah, because they've got their... Super echolocation situation going on in their I love thick them. head. Yeah. There are so many animals that I didn't think existed and they were one of them. Narwhals? Well, funny you should mention narwhals because those are their closest relative. Are they? And possibly, they're not 100% sure, but possibly they can interbreed. So you <gasps> can have a beluga narwhal. I love that. Imagine yeah. that like little bubble head and then the little, you know it's a tooth? The horn? Yeah, that's right. Isn't that mad? Yeah. Anyway, I can't stop thinking about them. I also think toucans aren't real and... You um, just thought it was like for the breakfast cereal kind of deal? I thought it was like unicorns. I was like, unicorns? Okay, all the family, all the things that I put in the family of unicorns are the toucan, the uh, beluga whale, narwhals, um, (laughs) bats. um, Bats? Yeah, these things don't seem real. They don't seem real in any way. Oh, my alarm went off. 
They don't seem real. Bats are pretty nuts. Being, I love bats. You know, the only mammal that can fly. That's mm. crazy. They're beautiful. I live in the flight path, uh, path of oh. the bats in oh, Melbourne. Yeah. And we sit uh, out at dusk and watch the bats and they're so close. And I often, I go bushwalking a lot and I go to where they they live at um, oh, near nice. the boathouse. It's yeah. very, very nice. I know it. They're cuties. Listen, Michelle Brazier, you have done incredibly well. For someone all by their lonesome. Thank you, had- you. Celine Dion's all by myself, which no. I am singing at the show. Are you? Yes. Well, that brings us around very nicely to mm. your show, which is Michelle Brazier, Songs With My Friends. Songs With My Friends. How lovely. I what it says wish you so much the best. Thank Break you. legs. Thank you. Very kind. I appreciate it. It's going to be great. See you next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Saturday Quiz. Thanks so much for listening. Extra special thank you to my guest this week, Michelle Brazier, for going it alone. If you are anywhere near Melbourne tonight, Saturday the 17th of March, then you should get on down to the Malthouse Outdoor Stage to see her and a bunch of her friends sing delightful songs. As always, the questions in this quiz are written by the brilliant Cindy MacDonald, and my thanks go to her. This episode was recorded on the lands belonging to the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I pay my respects to their elders past and present and acknowledge their traditions of sharing knowledge, stories and song for millennia on this land. My name's John Leary and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.